Hey, baby. Hey. Naomi and Andy here with yep. a quick cue slash request. Yes. So, okay, Acast is doing these audience surveys, okay? We put the link in the show notes. The link is going to be in the link tree on our on Instagram and everything like that. Here's the thing, Naomi. Yeah. You know, we're already pretty choosy about the ads right. that we allow on the show. No weapons manufacturers. Raytheon, get out of here. Yeah. Screw off, Raytheon. But we want to make sure that the ads are kind of tailored to y'all. Right. Okay? Right? Say you want to hear ads for a different world DVD box sets. We need to know that. We, we need can to go out that. to them. We can get the word <laughs> out. But we only can get the word out if you give us the word. So you got to fill out the survey. It is quick, quick, quick. And it just lets us know if the ads you're hearing are the right ads for you. Yeah. So get on over to the show notes where that link is or the Couples Therapy link tree and fill out that quick survey so we can pass the word on to ACAST. All right. Roll it. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Abran sus corazones. Aflojen sus culos. It's time for couples therapy. Yeah, this podcast is Andy and Naomi's, where they can both laugh and hang with all their homies, talking excellent vacationing with brunches and cuddling, to messy situationships and conscious and coupling, from Netflix hookups to single them with some Hulu, text sex, regrets, so feeling on your new jubu. They gon' talk about it, ah, yeah, you are invited, ah, needing therapy, I guarantee, baby, we got it. It's up, up, up. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Couples Therapy. My name is Naomi. My name is Andy. And we're a real-life couple. A real-life couple of comedians. And on Couples Therapy, we answer a couple of different questions from a couple of different listeners. I put vanilla ice cream in my coffee, <laughs> so I got a little pep in my step. Hey! And I just had a Diet Coke, so I have a moderate amount of caffeine and rat poison <laughs> flowing through my veins right now. That's what we call the power. You know what? This was such a fun episode, so I don't want to dilly-dally getting to it. But there is a lot for us to share with our friends. There's, There's a, a lot to share with the listeners, and we've got to, to let them know what's up. Our friends. We have a comment, Naomi. I actually haven't even listened to this one. I read the transcript from the voicemail, and it sounded interesting. This is from, do you remember Rachel Bloom's episode? Just last week. I know. I remember. Just I was there. Week. Our friend Rachel Bloom. A listener called in, and their boyfriend's parent had passed away, and the boyfriend yes. was grieving yes. and looking for sex to, to yes. help him heal. Yes. And I said, he going to have to heal some other way. Mm. But then someone else called in with some thoughts of their own. Here we go. Hi, Tammy and Andy. Um, my name is Amanda, and um, I'm actually just right now listening to your Rachel Bloom episode, <clears throat> and I just was very compelled to call and react slash respond to A's question about dealing with her partner, boyfriend, in his grief. Um, my mom died very unexpectedly like seven years ago, and 
you know, I guess my main thing to A would be to say that your boyfriend <clears throat> is not himself right now. And honestly, he'll probably never be the same person he was before because grief, especially like unexpected, apparent, um, you know, you definitely can't fix him is what I'm trying to say. And this could very well be the end of your relationship because he is going to be a different person. And that's really weird to say, but um, you absolutely cannot feel obligated to provide sex when you don't want to. <clears throat> what he wants is to feel, you know, distracted. And, yeah, I I feel for you, and I'm so sorry to your boyfriend. It's truly heartbreaking. I'm shaking right now even talking about it because even though it's been seven years, it still feels really fresh. Um but I wish you guys the best. I'm so sorry. And I'm sure, you know, you guys will get a thousand responses to this. And maybe this is really generic. But um, sending love. Okay. Bye. No, it wasn't generic. And that's the thing that I thought about where I'm like, we didn't say that might just be the end. We were trying right. to come up with fixes. Well, I mean, first of all, I'm so sorry for the loss of your mom. And thank you for calling in and sharing with us. And I think the thing is not simply that it might be at the end, but what our caller is saying about how something like this fundamentally changes you. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, what this person is going through, you know, is not necessarily something that can be quote unquote fixed. You right. Know, I think you is, it's true. As you said, like, we're like, okay, this is what you can do. It's like, this is, you know, this is one of those things that alters the way you move through the world. Yeah. And you might have to just figure out a new way of moving through the world together. Right. If possible. If and if not, you know. Right. Yeah. But um, so that is definitely why that was worth uh, sharing. So thank you for calling in. Uh, we Look, we just love that you guys are listening, let alone engaging and having thoughts. And, you know, no greater example of the couples therapy squad coming through <laughs> than those who left five star reviews. Oh, my God. I was talking me. about their worst date or relationship. <laughs> I was blown away. If, if you're if this is your first episode that you're listening to, what we did was we asked people to we had some swag and yeah. we want to give it away. And we thought, why don't we create a contest? Leave a five star review by the end of January and in their review, tell us who the worst, either the worst date, the worst person you've ever dated was. So many amazing we got reviews. So many. So many funny. So many sad. So many funny, <laughs> sad, real. I mean, I'm a shooketh. Shooketh truly in a Shakespearean sense. And what we're actually going to do is put up uh, the top five and let you, the listeners, the Instagram followers, be the judge. So you will decide which are your favorites because there really are so many that it's hard for us to decide. But also there were a couple that we just wanted to give you a taste. Yes, we'll give a you a taste, taste here. <laughs> and then the by the end of today or by tomorrow, I'll put up a bunch of them on Instagram at Couples Therapy Pod on yep. Instagram. Yeah, so also maybe follow. <laughs> okay, if you're going to come in there and vote, you got to follow. <laughs> so yeah, again, and I wasn't trying to do this to build up the IG numbers, but it does feel like, okay, don't come through and leave your vote, but not be out here following. I've never understood. This will happen a lot, Naomi. You know, fans of yours will come to my pictures, which are mostly of the pets and you, uh -huh. <laughs> and like it but not follow. I'm like, I'm fine with you not following, but why bother even liking it? I know. I know. It's like take a glance and keep it pushing. But if you're yeah. going to engage if you're with the content, with the double tap. You might as well follow. You might as well follow. 
especially in a world where you don't post a lot and Instagram barely shows you who you follow anyway. Mm. So you know what I mean? Mm. Like, I feel like it used to be where it's like, oh, well, because I know I used to try to keep it small because I was like, I don't want to see everybody's business. But now I feel like I'm only seeing the animal rescues anyway. <laughs> so I'll just go ahead and make so, a follow. But the point is I'll put them up and then you can vote in the comments. Okay, Naomi, do you want to read one of them? I was just trying to uh, bite Andy's hand, you guys. I'm feeling very goofy because of the ice cream and the coffee. So let me read one. This this five-star review is titled, Why I Left Philly. And then it says, JK, not really. But this one I truly love. I wish I could have left a voicemail for this because there's other funny, bad parts of this story, but I will reluctantly cut it down. So I went on a date with this woman. This was only my second date with a woman and still coming out now, probably due to this. And these were topics covered. One, her ex and how into him she still is. Two, how she loves Percocets. Three, how she recently got a DWI. Four, how the guy she's currently seeing wants to have a threesome with us. Five, ask the waiter for her third drink to go. What? In parentheses. After all this, she throws up in her glass, looks at the glass spilling over with vomit and says, that's nasty. Thankfully, we're outside, so I have her throw it in a bush. I walk her home because she can't hold herself up. And then she asks me if she can kiss me a mere 20 minutes after she blew chunks. Text me the next morning. LOL, I was kind of drunk. Wow. That's a lot. Mm. There's also something about loving Percocets that really tickles me the most. <laughs> or that's like, a conversation. Exactly. I can understand, you know, I don't really know what Percocets. Oh, you know what? I had minor surgery a long time ago and I took the Percocets they gave me. Yeah. And I stopped taking them after the first one. I'm like, I'll live with the pain yeah. because it made me so drowsy. I couldn't really do anything. Yeah. And uh-huh. I had a lot of Netflix movies to get through. This was in the days when they would mail you the DVDs. Uh-huh. And I was going through all of Robert Altman's back catalog. <laughs> and I kept falling asleep during the long goodbye. And I'm like, I can't. This is a great movie. Okay. And uh, I want to read this one. This is very quick. This is uh, entitled Nightmare Relationship. And the review goes, I love the pod. Without getting into too many details, the worst person I dated said, I may have cheated on you seven times, but I've forgiven myself for that. <laughs> so mad I felt, <laughs> I felt the flames on the side of my face. He was a bad man. Can you handle the phrase, Oof. I may have cheated on you seven times, but I've forgiven myself for that? Oh, that is someone who goes, to, that's like a soprano. That They oh. go to therapy just to shore up their own toxic personality. Oh, my god! Not gosh. to change. Right. They learn, right. They learn the, the, the therapy speak. Yep, exactly. I've but learned, don't change. I've learned to let myself off the hook <laughs> for some of the sick things I did to you. It's like a John Early character. Exactly. <laughs> It's like, oh my god! Oh man. Imagine dating a John Early character. Oh god! Imagine dating Vicky with a Y. Vicky with a V. With a v. <laughs> Vicky with a Y. No, Vicky remember. with a V. That's what makes her great. Uh, Vicky with a C. What's, <laughs> the, what's the character? <laughs> so the point is, we will have those up soon for you to be the judge. By the way, you don't have to stop. We'll keep reading these. Oh yeah. Please, oh yeah. Please keep leaving five star reviews with the worst person you ever dated, worst date you've ever been on, and we will keep reading them in this intro because we love them. They're so. It's also you know what? It's about knowing that you're not alone. <laughs> that whatever horrible person came into your life, just think they went into someone else's life after that. Oh boy. So keep that open. Um, but speaking of love 
connection, celebration. We wanted to remind you that on Sunday, February 12th at 7 p.m. Eastern, you can catch us on the Ask Rana live show. Wow. They do their Valentine's Day Lonely Heart show. You know that Brian Safi and I are enemies, but we come together. We come together around Valentine's Day. We bury the hatchet. You know Ask Rana is one of the favorite pods over here in this household. And we got, they're going to do games and contests and Trixie Mattel is also going to be a guest. Brian, Rana, it's going to be really fun. You can go to AskRanaLive.com to get your tickets. I think you can also get like a drink kit that they'll send before the show. See really? if that's still available. <laughs> that's crazy. Yes, they, they have a little um, conversation heart glasses. I mean, the merch is through the roof. By the way, I'm we're, we're actively looking into making butt plugs. I just want that out there. If you yes. people, if yep. we make them and then no one buys them. Livid. <laughs> Livid. I'm canceling the podcast. We're done. We're done. You don't come in here, talk about you want some loosen your butt plug and then not buy a butt plug. Okay. We're working on it. We got someone on the case. But you know what case I really want to be on? What? The Damn. case of today's guest. Because <laughs> today's guest was it. This is someone who, again, uh, you knew her, but I knew of her. Uh, and this was just a really fun conversation that I'm so excited to share with everybody. Yes, I, I found Senor Urbinos' music, I don't know, six, seven years ago, I forget when, and, and then I brought her into your life, Naomi, one of the few musicians we can agree on. Absolutely. And we were like, we gotta have her on the show. We gotta have Senny on the show. By the way, her albums, Magic Tricks, Black Terry Cat, her new one, Una Rosa, which is on anti-records. Ooh. You should buy them. Go to Bandcamp. I always say, I, I send people to Bandcamp. You gotta send them to Bandcamp. If you're not gonna buy the physical thing, buy the MP3s. I guess you can buy the physical albums on Bandcamp. But buy the MP3s. Buy them directly. Stop with this Spotify stuff, folks. Exactly. Support the artist directly. Support okay? the artist directly. Support the artist directly. Senny out here doing the work for all of us. Yeah. Okay? She is lovely. Her romance is a story for the Oh my the God, ages. I had no idea. Oh, so good. And this is why we have people on couple therapy. Yeah. You know, because you think you know, but you have no idea. Yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, uh, here's your ticket to the roller coaster, everyone. <laughs> you must be this tall to ride this ride. Roll it. I should say this. Yes, yeah, say it, Ian. There are not a lot of musicians Naomi and I agree on. That's very true. <laughs> What would you say, Naomi? Let's name them. Paul Simon. <laughs> Paul Simon. Senia mm -hmm. Rubinos. Senia. No. Okay. Right Lingua Franca. Uh-huh. Oh, you like her? Yes, I like okay. her now. Okay. When you play the album, I said, okay, like. Samus. Samus. Obviously. Uh, open Mike Eagle. Yes. Who is the one, who are the girls, the two women I like who be talking? Big Silky. Yeah. Psalm 1. Psalm 1. Um, but, I mean, the fact oh, that Oh, Kid I Sister. Kid sister. Is that it? That's a very short list. You know, Andrew has a has a diverse musical taste, most certainly. But I don't partake in a lot of what he's partaking in. Mm -mm. And mm -mm. it's really been in LA since, you know, we have to drive a lot. And he and Andy needs the music. Like he needs the music on to start the car. I have given mm. Naomi uh she has veto power in the car. Except Isn't for pavement. Kind of if pavement comes true. on. I have to let it play. As long as it's from a major album. Like, if it's a B-side, uh -uh. then you can skip. Oh, you didn't That's say that. Really how the sweet. hell? I, how am I supposed to know? <laughs> you think I know what's A-side, what's B-side? Do you have... I, you know, I don't know much about your private life, Senya. Do you uh, Do you have a musical... Do you have a, <laughs> a lover? Do you ha have a... Are you in a relationship at the moment? Do you have... And I'm going to just throw 10 questions at you. You can... <laughs> pick which one to pick answer. Pick which one to answer. And then do you have... 
music? Do you have rules about who can listen to what or when? Or because Naomi uh, also, you know, yeah. is not happy when I'm listening to like indie rock in the in the house. Really, you're like, what do you mean? I'm not. I'm not. Look, you listen to stuff in your ears all the time. No, no. You come in with a rolling pin, like it is, <laughs> <laughs> and you like, yeah, and I it wave around. it. I wave it around like it's Andy Cap. Yeah. So okay. Anyway, answer yeah, any, any of those. Pick any question. Really. I am. I am booed up. Um, I am married. I've been married you, for five oh, years. What? You are? What? I'm, you keep you keep your significant other off the gram. Yeah, I I off do, the gram. I do 100. But for people who know me, they know. Everybody who knows me knows. If so you know, you we're know. yeah. We've been married for five years. We've been together for uh 15 years what and <laughs> we met like almost 20 years ago what okay <laughs> yeah. okay right, okay right. this okay. is wild yeah. what like, you're saying like historical. is wild it's historical <laughs> at this point you know historical it's a historical love affair yeah, yeah this is like uh you got booed up around the iraq war the start of it <laughs> <laughs> america said let's go fuck up and destroy a country and you were like i can't take this i've got to hold on I, to I, someone I, yeah well i was also gonna say this for you must have been like high school or something crazy college early college early college now I'm we old. met in college we met at music school he's a musician too oh my god tumultuous yeah yeah tumultuous. it was very tumultuous uh yes it was very tumultuous and we listened to music but a lot of times it, when we when we're not working we actually are not listening to music. We're listening to a podcast, like my favorite podcast, for example, which I listen to my couples therapy episodes on my own. It is not a group activity. Mm-hmm, like it's mm-hmm. my private time, oh, but yeah. it's on like sometimes it's on when I'm cooking or it's on when I'm doing a thing. So he's like in the periphery. Like he knows, he knows how deep mm-hmm. it yeah. is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so a lot of times we're not listening to music when we're like doing other stuff, you know, cause mm-hmm. we're like taking a break. But well, sure, uh, yeah, you do it for a living, so there, you know, you right. Need- Sometimes you need your ear needs a little break, it needs a little rest. Yeah, you know, I'm always fascinated by people who get together young and stay together, and I need to know. Some might say it's an obsession of yours, kind of like because I just feel like I was like because I feel like when I was in high school, when I was in my twenties, Lord knows I got it with you at 26, so still my twenties, but <laughs> I was all in on a lot of people who weren't shit. And mm. I had like, but I had such a deep and firm Ani DeFranco listening on loop belief that this was my love. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then it was very wrong. And so <laughs> when someone has that feeling when they're young and it's right, I'm like, how? What? Que lo que? You know what I mean? Que lo que, que lo que. No one's more surprised than me. I'll tell you that much. Because I was like, I would meet people who had been booed up for like 10 years and be like, it's not working. Like secretly, it's not working. They've grown in different directions. Like they they say that they're in love, but they're not. Like, um, because how could they know? Uh-huh. But uh, but I don't know. It was just a crazy situation. Like we just met. Uh, we met in school. I was like 20 years old. I couldn't even legally drink. Um, <laughs> he was a little older and a couple years older and uh we like fell in love but he was booed up he had a uh he had a historical girlfriend at the time who was in another country uh where he moved mm -hmm. from okay so he moved from he moves here from italy and he had his italian lover 
That's correct. <laughs> wow. Okay. This is huge. The layers uh-huh. and levels of this. An Italian yeah. musician lover. That's so when right. You, when you met, right, this girlfriend's in another country, so it's like, She's is not- she even real? I don't respect her. But so mm. that gave you guys time to be to, to be close and get to know each other. We were friends. We were just spending a lot of time together. I was I was studying composition. I was like doing my composer thing. I went to school to be a jazz singer. Got there, felt like I didn't belong there. Was like kind of felt like ugly duckling, like, who am I? What is this? And uh, I quit singing. Was it the and then scatting? I... <laughs> Did you have to scat? And you're like, I don't want to do this. <laughs> Billy that was certainly part of <laughs> Like Kim Cattrall. Yeah. You said, I, I don't want to scat like, like Kim Cattrall. I do not want to be Kim Cattrall. Love her on Sex and the City. <laughs> do not love her musical compositions. Yo, I miss that. I miss the Kim Cattrall scatting. But I'm going to look that up as soon as oh. we're okay. Absolutely. Oh, you're in for some store. reason I thought or you were, for, when you said when you said Kim Cattrall I thought you were talking about Blue Cantrell like hit him oh, up what is that hit, like? hit up style <laughs> yeah I was like Blue Cantrell okay um, but yeah long story short uh, yeah scatting could have turned me off for sure but it was, it was, but I went in I went into composition I really wanted to know how the stuff was being made I wanted to do my own thing I wanted to not just be an interpreter of other people's music I want to make my own music so I was in that kind of zone of like figuring out what I want to say in my music da, da, da. and then I met Marco my husband and he was like all about just trying new stuff in music and I was like oh I really want to play with you da, 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 da. I was super ambitious, like Baby Senya was like holding auditions for my band, even though I didn't even know what I was doing. But I thought like, <laughs> there have to be auditions. And like he, <laughs> he auditioned for the, for the band and like, I didn't like him. He like rubbed me the wrong way oh, the really? first time. And a lot of, oftentimes people who, I end, who end up being really important in my life, the first time I meet them, I dislike them. I'm just like, something like shuts, shuts down and it's like, no. Really? So that's what happened with him. I met him the first time and I was like, ugh, like so full of himself. <laughs> Can't stand this dude, whatever. Um, and it, people kept telling me about him like, yo, there's this incredible drummer. You should like check him out. I know you're looking for a drummer. And I was like, eh. So it took a couple <laughs> months for me to like give him a shot. And then I was like, oh yeah, he is good. And then we started <laughs> just like collaborating, you know, and he was super supportive. And then it kind of turned into like a love moment. And I didn't realize that I was crushing on him until one day we were supposed to meet, meet up. And it was like, I changed like three times before I left the house, you know? And then I was like, oh. <gasps> like on my third, I was like, wait, do I like this guy? And I was like, oh no. <laughs> so yeah, that was, that's how it happened. But so I, I ended up having feelings and he kind of had feelings too, even though he said he didn't, but he did, but he just had a, he had a boo. Yeah. And um, he was like, I can't do this. I love the woman that I'm with. I can't do this. Da, da, da. So nothing happened. But then I ended up falling for his best friend. What? I know. And then this I ended up being a in a CW show. <laughs> but this is very CW. Okay, because like it's like a music school. Everyone's hot and everyone's international. And for some reason, uh, uh-huh. you get with his, his best friend mm, of all the people. No, this is an HBO Max. I know. Show. Yes, this is an HBO Max musical. Sex Lives of College Girls. Yes, Juilliard Birds. <laughs> Juilliard Birds. <laughs> Juilliard. Yes, that's it. it. Was yeah, that was it. So. Yeah, his best friend. Like, I, I ended up falling for him. And we were together wait, for, like, wait, wait. two years. Wait, wait. Let me pick oh, this yes. apart. Andy's got Did to you pick it fall apart. for him because you just had the feel, the feelings that built up and you had to direct them somewhere? <laughs> 
I think there, I think it was giving like entanglement. It was giving mess. It was giving mess. It was giving entanglement. They were living together. They were roommates. There was like parties at their house. It was like a whole, it was a scene. It was a whole scene. Um, and so, and he was, I thought he was cute. He was a hottie. And I was just like, oh my gosh. And then it just, one thing led to another. And I ended up being with him for two years in That's a relationship. That's a long time we, to be messy we did. and tangled. That's mm-hmm. a long time to be it with was. one person while you're secretly hoping for the demise of the other person's relationship. Yeah, you know, wait, was, was that in the back of your head? Was that? Like you were, you were like kind of Actually, like, no. Actually, I, I'm going to actually fight you and tell you that it was in there. I'm going to tell you it was in there. I know it was. I, I believe that you were all in on the friend. I do believe. But I do think yeah. that they, if you dug under them layers, <laughs> you would have been like, I'm going to hang out here. Show him my sensuality. <laughs> so that <laughs> when that relationship ends. It was actually like. It was a vibe of like, he broke my heart because he was like, I'm with this woman. And I was like, he bro- completely broke my heart. And then I was just like, I couldn't explain it. But I had this dream actually that night, like when he broke my heart, I had this dream that we were living in New York together. And I was like, Sanya, you are just like really whipped about this. But that's what ended up happening. Like we moved to New York together. Like we lived like that was a thing. But I was like, I think you just love him so much. Like you want him to be happy. And I, so I made this whole vision in my mind about him with this other woman and that like, that's the OG lady and that's his, you know what I mean? And so I was just like, I just want you to be happy. And I just imagined them. And it, it was like, it, as long as he was with her, it was okay. Like for mm. me, cause I'm like, yeah, that's his OG. Like, cause she predated you. Know? you right. So it wasn't, exactly. it almost wasn't personal. Cause she was, uh huh. Exactly. Yes. And then I met her and it was like, it was a whole thing. So yeah. So then we were together for two years, I moved to New York. I finished school earlier. I moved to New York, and then I was long distance with my boo. And then his bestie, still. Mm-hmm. Wait, yep, wait, wait, still let's his go, bestie. Sorry, let's let's go back a little bit. When you, what did you say? Do you remember to uh, Marco? Is that right? Mm-hmm. What did yeah. you say to Marco? We were like, do you just say like I have feelings for you, or I? Th- do you want to smooch? Yeah, did you lean in to kiss him? And he said, we had oh. a little smooch. We had a smooch. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And then it yeah, was like, was college. Ah! yeah, it was college. Uh, it was a smooch. And you, then we were like, oh, you go in first, you ask questions later. <laughs> That's college <laughs> in a nutshell. Yes, and the Iraq war. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the war really heightened everything. I like that you're really making this into a period <laughs> drama. Like, it's like You said it was historical. You said he was historical. Uh, so we have to what part him. of what part of Italy is he from? Are we talking North Italy? Are we talking like Florence? Are we talking uh Naples? Napoli. Where? Napoli, Na- oh. the South. How did I yeah. guess? How did I guess well, that? Well, there are only a few places any of us really know. This <laughs> <laughs> is like one of the big but names. I, of the two, the I just names. took a guess. North Italy and I took uh, and yeah. I said Florence and then I said South, I said Naples. Well, all right. Mm-hmm. Well, good for you. You know the boot. Um, <laughs> That's right. But now, so, yeah. okay. My question. I'm very interested. Okay. One is your ex slash his bestie still his friend to this day? Oh, yeah, okay, hell that no. Ch- okay. Yeah, okay. That checks okay. out. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. We're still peeling, Naomi. We're still peeling the onion. <laughs> okay. Naomi, we're not. Okay. Even, you're, oh, you're, you're go- saying back, you're, and you're I already, wanted to yes, see. Okay. You're already cutting up the carrots, okay. and I'm peeling okay. the onion. All right. Here. Peel it. Peel it. Peel it, sis. Okay. So you. So. Uh, what's like? Is everything copacetic, or is there weird tension? Yes, that's a very good question. Back then, right? When Back you're then, saying like, when you're while you're dating the the roommate, there's weird and, tension. Okay, 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 okay. one hundred percent. The feelings are all still there, and one hundred. And they're both, and they're requited feelings, but they're uh, there's a barrier in the way. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now, big time. When? So now, okay. So now, can I get to? I know you said I was cutting the mm-hmm. carrots, but let me see if I could just open. The, <laughs> let's get the stock to boil. We put together yeah, a soup. Let's it's go. A stew. Let's go. That's what I've done. It's not a salad. It's a stew. Uh-huh. Now, <laughs> you get to New York. Mm-hmm. What? Can you talk to us about the moment now? You and Marco actually do connect as lovers. Mm-hmm. Well, wait, I won't wait. Oh, is this before? Is, do you break up with the roommate first, or no? Okay. Wow. Senya okay. shaking her head. Oh. I thought this. I thought time passes. <laughs> no. Okay. Time, okay. So two years. So two years go by, and basically and you, you graduate. You move. I moved to New York. Right. My boo and I are doing long distance Chinatown bus every weekend where one of us goes boston? up or we down he was in boston still yeah in berkeley yeah berkeley school of yeah. music you guys berkeley she's a professional have you heard of it <laughs> have you heard of it okay <laughs> and so yeah so then we're doing long distance and then a horrible thing happens which is it's like the holidays and i get a call saying marco and his girlfriend broke up and called, I was like, yeah, like my whole told you. world told was you. like shaking and falling down. He, my boyfriend told me, Oh, he my boyfriend know. called me and said, Marco and his girlfriend, I was just on the phone. Like it's a whole drama situations going on. They just broke up and it was like earthquake, like earth shattering. Cause that's not what was supposed to happen. Uh-huh, right. He right. was supposed to go back to Europe and like marry her and do a whole and buy whatever. And we were still, we were kind of working together. We took some distance, but we would always talk. We were always like friends, you know, mm-hmm. because it was like, I don't know. It was just like love. Like I was like, I can't help it. I love him. Like, doesn't matter. I just want to be happy, whatever. But, uh, so then that happened, they broke up and then he moved to New York. Okay. Marco moved to New York and then he started like, we started reconnecting. Mm-hmm. He would come and like pick me up to go on a little drive, take me across the Brooklyn Bridge, <laughs> blast Radiohead. Like, you know, like that was the, it was, Can it I? was not giving. <laughs> no, it was in rainbows. It was the, it was like early, like early 2000s. Okay. You know, okay. or like mid 2000s, mid 2000s. Right. Wait, am I tripping? Yeah. Mid 2000s, like 2006, seven, whatever. Anyway, point is, long story short, we were hanging out a lot. And then we started a band. We started a new band okay. called Bill and Clarissa, like the Bill and, Cla- Bill and Clarissa's Great Adventure. And it was like indie rock, like stupid songs, bands <laughs> to like play, you know? Oh my and we God. Were, we were like doing pixie it. dream girl. What was, hold on. Were you, what, so what era was this? this is like 05, 06? It was like 06. Yeah. 06, 07. What's 08. okay. So yeah. white stripes are already in the, I'm trying <laughs> yes. to think of like the two person. Is this more like, are you going that direction? You're more in the mates of state direction. <laughs> mm-hmm. We did see Mates of State one time and we saw a show over there. So we're like, cute, but no. But we were, I was always like, we're not a couple's band. Like, I never uh-huh. talk about our relationship. Like, literally, mm-hmm. the only reason why I'm out here spilling all my tea is because I love y'all and I will do anything for y'all. And I'm so, like, I'm and like, I'm honored. I'm like, I've never talked about this. Like, I don't really, I'm not, I'm not but really this is out the here. Best movie ever. I can't believe you don't talk <laughs> about this. This is honestly my favorite is. TV yes. show. I would yes. watch this. I would watch Hitch this. this tomorrow. I would watch three seasons, 10 episodes each because this is like, <laughs> oh because where God. are you from originally? I was born in Hartford. Uh, oh, because you're in Connecticut. Okay, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like, my mom. So you stayed East Coast, but like you going to Berkeley, yeah. like mm-hmm. a, a beautiful woman of color with a dream and a Colgate smile. She gets there. She says, I don't know. And then this <laughs> Italian man shows up. I mean, like, my God, you'd be I would, also like, don't you look too? It's like Marco and Senia are coming. Isn't that just the, the name of the cool couple friend in a show? Uh-huh. Like, I imagine Marco wears <laughs> well, the large have, well, hat. Yeah, sure. No, no. Well, they have like, because the main characters have to be white. So right, you have right, the white, right. so you have like, you have like Diane and uh 
head. <laughs> right. And then they have to like, and then some producers are like, hey, we got to fit someone of color in there. <laughs> and so the friend that comes by like yeah. for the party. like, But it's the idea that it would be like a cool kid's party. Yes. Like a cool party is. Right. It's Cause, like Because the white couple has to be squares. They're squares. Oh, see, I'm thinking of them as like, if this was like an LA party, it would be like, come over to our place. Marco and Senio are bringing a paella. You know, uh, like it's like, that's the kind of energy. And yes. you're like, okay, I'll be there. I see. I see what you're saying. <laughs> I do love a great like, dinner. I, I do love a great dinner party. And we did pride ourselves in New York when we lived in the city uh, on all, like all of those like crazy dinner parties where there would be like just a, a mashup of people, you know, yeah, yeah, in there. Yeah, yeah. And there would be like, yeah, there was one time there was this like tattoo artist who was like vegan and Marco was making lasagnas. And then we were like, we got to make like a vegan lasagna for her. But then she showed up wearing like a shawl that was actually a dead fox. It was like a fox with like the, you know, the kind of like, I don't know what they're called. It's like a vintage like yeah. shawl, but it was a fox yeah. that was just like around yeah. her, around her neck a with stole. like the, exactly with the stole with, the with like the teeth, with the teeth, like clasping the tail. Oh God. And we were like, Oh my God. <laughs> and <laughs> and some it, friends, some Marco's friends from Naples were there. No, 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 no. It was like vintage. It was a vintage. Okay. I'll, I'll accept that because what else, like this is the thing. Um, what uh, else are you going to do with I've a dead fox? Of. Right. If it's already dead, you're not, and it's, and it's at a vintage store. Mm-hmm. I'm saying this as someone who's been vegetarian for almost two decades. I but I'm saying that, like, I wouldn't do it. But I could under like, there's no like ethical. It's giving chaos. It's, it's giving chaos. It was a lot. There were, it was a lot of info. I want the Naples. Defend, yeah, I want to defend this person I've never met. <laughs> She's cool though. But the Naples friends were like, "This bitch came up in here talking about give me a vegan lasagna." I think they were Thank more you. mad about the vegan lasagna and then like yeah. with the fox, with the dead yeah, fox. They were like, "It does not compute." I'm with. I'm with yeah. the, the Napoli. Okay, I'm with the people of Napoli. <laughs> oh, I, I understand everyone else. I understand everyone's side of this. I get it. That I think it's uncouth if you're like forcing someone to make you a special meal to then show up flaunting a dead exactly. animal. Exactly. Yeah. One hundred. Absolutely. absolutely. It's an odd choice. Yeah. It's an odd yeah. choice. Like you know, she showed up with a bag of dead bees. Okay, we've talked about you wanted to know about musical style, but I still need to Hold go on. back to yes. What are you bag trying of, to get? Because you still try to peel an onion. Bag of dead. Basically, we got together. Bag. We got together in New York. End of the story like, was we got but, together. No, no, no. But you know, what made us go down this rabbit hole. You hadn't broken up with what's his face first? <laughs> roommate. Mm-hmm. Which call, roommate. Which is no. called? We are not using his name. He does not get a name, no. and that's the respect no we're names. giving you and your journey. Thank you. But <laughs> roommate, y'all were still dating long distance. Mm-hmm. So he was back at school. You were in New York. Then Actually, Marco comes to he New York. had just moved in with me. He just finished school and moved in with me when Sadia. all this went down. What? I know. How did you manage this? It was it was bad. It was a yeah. really bad breakup. It was bad, um, yeah. Because we yeah, were yeah, yeah. things were already not working for us. It wasn't going to happen. But then he was kind of like in this delusion. I didn't know what to do. I was also kind of like in the thing of like this, I can't do this. This is too much with Marco. But then there was a smooch. There was a smooch again Mm. in New York. And then I was like, oh my gosh. And I was taking a minute to like figure it out to what to do. Right. And literally it was like a matter of days after we smooched and my boyfriend at the time got into my email like he got into my email uh, and read an email uh, that Marco had sent me or that I had sent him. Right, 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 right. Where we were kind of an emotion unpacking yeah. emotions. And yeah. he, I was at work. What? I was at work. I was working. But he was he got he also when you say got in. 
he went into your email. It's, he hacked into this, my email. Yeah, this person went in there yep. to find your business. Oof. Exactly. Oof. And then he called me and was like, I just read your email. And then he called Marco and was like, I just read that email. I never oh. want to see you again. Oh. And they never spoke again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah. it. Yeah. Did, and roommate had no inkling in the two years that you. Oh, had been he dating. had an inkling. Why was he in her the, email? This is the no, thing. Up to that, but at the point, at that point, but I'm saying in the two years prior. This is the thing. It was a. It was. It was an entanglement because, literally, any time that we would be out and about, like. If Marco and I were together, people would address us as if we were a couple, like mm-hmm. all the time. Like people, like literally, like, it was just like they're like, and one, and like sometimes it would even happen when my boyfriend was there. They'd be like, "Oh, how long have you guys been together?" You know, like it was yeah. like that, you know, because we were just giving that energy. Yeah. Um. So it was, yeah, it was a lot, yeah. and I think wow. it was just we were kid, you know, we were kids. Yeah, you were in your sure. early twenties. No, it's I mean, it's I was, drama. Yeah. It's it's drama. It's all consuming. It's electrifying every fiber of your being. Do you know what I mean? Like that thing, like when you are, like when you're in twenties where you're like, this is the biggest thing to ever happen. 100%. And it ever will happen. I am at the center of a maelstrom. Like that's what it is. Ooh. Wow. How poetic. David Zaslav would not cancel this. No, he would not cancel this show. No, cancel this no, show. No, 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 no. This, this is, show would. This is four, this show, four seasons at least. This show would be giving White Lotus in terms of its effect on the culture. You know what I mean? Because it has a little bit of an Emily in Paris kind of like, who who will she choose? You know, a little bit of Tar. We got Tar Music School. We got going Music here. School. Yeah. There's we the got... episode. There's an episode where I went to Italy for the first time with my boyfriend and met all of Marco's friends who I heard about also. Oh. Which was super surreal and crazy. And then and then we all met up over there and all hung out like him and his girl, like Marco and his girlfriend, and me and my boyfriend. It was. Oh my Napoli. There was a lot. Yeah. Oh my lord. Was yeah. was the roommate uh foreign as well? From Napoli. They grew up together. They were best friends. Oh what? I can't. I can't. I can't. <laughs> I'm about to fall out this chair. I'm about to fall out this chair. <laughs> oh my god. This is one of those stories where like every new detail is <laughs> like you're like, wait, what? <laughs> oh, I know. I only, you know, our conscience is all, you know, it's only, it was really rough. It was really put a strain on the, yeah. on the, our relationship at the beginning of our relationship of because course. it was so much like people chose sides, like, fr- yeah. you know, it was like the friend of of his life, you know? And then the people who knew us, who knew the three of us were like, some people were just like, I'm not trying to talk to you guys. Like you and Sanya mm-hmm. are messed up. This is messed up. Like whatever. Um, but then, you know, like. I guess I'm only vindicated by the fact that we're still together. I was gonna and say you got married, married. Like you had to 15 years later. Like right, <laughs> you did. You had to get married for it to all be okay. Do you think that contributed to it though? Like, like the long, the, the longevity of your relationship is just like it's it started in such uh, a tumultuous place mm-hmm. that it's just like, well, we have we have something to prove now. <laughs> I think there was some. I think there was some of that dynamic for sure at the beginning. I think it was. I don't know. At the same time, it feels like when were we not ever together? That's what it really felt like. Once we got together, it was like, when were we not ever together? Like, it was just Mm. so easy. It was so like, this is just what it's always been. We are a thing. Like, we've always been a thing. I don't know. It was very much like, this is my person, you know? And I knew it. Yeah. So had you had a lot of 
romances? Not really. Then, if you were only like I had some. I, I was twenty when we met. Yeah, we and then met, when we right. got together, like, yeah, yeah, it was like mid twenties. Yeah, I had you know I had some things like you know but small not, things here and there, yeah. but not. I would say like that boyfriend was my first like longer serious relationship okay. for like two uh, years you know what I mean yeah, like where we yeah. met each other's parents like we was like a whole thing you know in high school mm-hmm. like I had my high school booze and that kind of thing but but no not but you even had that crazy. because I think not necessarily it depends like who you are in high school like I was right you know, I had crushes but I was sexless do you know what I mean like I wasn't <laughs> right. getting with anybody in I high was school. I yeah so no like, I was boyfriend. I was sexless in high school I went to Catholic high school and I was actually really into Catholicism and like Christianity in general like Ooh. for a moment at the mm-hmm. beginning, I think I was like in middle school, I was like, this is amazing. Like the stories in the Bible are so cool. And like, I get to sing and like, I was super into it. And then it was like first year of high school, there was a class called sexuality and morality. And that's when everything went to shit. Um, <laughs> and they started talking about, you know, gay people or like homosexuality is bad and like whatever and abortions and all this thing. And I was my heart was broken i was like oh, this well. is you know I, I it was very dramatic i took my bible i threw it in the trash can in front of my teachers like it was a whole i was so oh, yeah wow. it was so that was the end of my thing but i remained a very like my i'm an only child mm-hmm. my mom i mean my parents divorced when i was really little first generation born here um, my mom was like super protective. My and my dad was in my life too, but they were. It was like this little team, and and my mom was like very much like your body is your temple. Mm-hmm. Like you're, you know, she was very much like nobody coming up in there unless it's like a <laughs> sacred situation. It's like you know, and so I was just very much like on a track to like you're going to go to college, you're going to do da da da. You're not getting pregnant. Like we're not yeah, doing that. Yeah, yeah, and there was yeah. no like it was very extreme. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't mm-hmm. like, "Oh, you mess around." Like whatever. No, it was like, "You're going to get pregnant." So it was like no sex. Like was to- totally, yeah, it was like a lot. So yeah. I was like, I was, you know, I had my little situations, but right, I was right. not sexing it up in high school yeah. for sure. Until you, like, and then was, you and then you I had to leave. You end up in an international love triangle with two <laughs> Italians. <laughs> Good See, Lord. that's what happens when you hide your kids. That's what happens. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. I was thinking this yeah. morning how I, I never, because I didn't fool around that much. I was, do I just get in like monogamous relationship after monogamous relationship? I've never gotten one of those calls like I have an STD. You should check yourself. And I realized I had a friend call a couple weeks ago. This is the first time Naomi and I are, are really recording in the same room in a while because Naomi had a COVID scare and then I had a COVID scare. I had a friend text me. He's like, we had had an outside dinner like two days yeah. prior. And then he texts me t- uh, on a went. Well, that was on a Monday. And then Wednesday, he's like, uh, hey, I woke up with a head full of snot and uh, <laughs> I tested positive for COVID. You should check yourself. And I realized, I'm like, oh, this is the first time. I, I'm now in middle age where I got a, a I, I feel what other people have felt whenever they got those STD calls. Yes. <laughs> yes. Going down a list. Going down I a list. With? Who have I? Yes. Who have who, I been with? Who should I? Who who now has to worry about gonorrhea? <laughs> oh but you guys goodness. never. But but you guys both. We're we were all like kind of good kids. Yeah, you guys mm-hmm. both yeah, never we were had just, to. We were three nerds. You've never had yep. to. And I, by the way, just for COVID, I I lived a week in anxiety. I can't even imagine what would have happened. I'm so sorry if, if I had gotten. And I'm negative, by the way. But I can't imagine what would have happened if I would have gotten a call that like uh, test yourself for. Uh, 
you know, leaky penis. <laughs> leaky I, penis. All right. I was waiting. I just sometimes you just wait it out. Let them just go with the I didn't first ball. Do, I didn't want to do gunnery again. You didn't want to do gunnery again. And it I was right there. You could have just a, said I it. I could not think of a, another. Isn't there one with <laughs> a P? There's syphilis, chlamydia, gonorrhea, everything else. Warts, herpes, anything could happen down there, quite frankly. Anything could happen. That's why I'll allow leaky uh, penis. I'll allow it. Who knows what that is? Yes. Like the Iraq War. Anything can happen. Oh, my God. The Iraq in War. The genital region. But okay. So, um, <laughs> so, okay. But then when did, like, let's, let's, uh, let's progress now. At what point does marriage enter the equation? I was kind of, I was a little salty about the marriage thing not having happened. We got married after 10 years of being together. And at a certain point in our, story I started I don't know what it I just started getting a little because here's what it was because there was like immigration stuff happening for him and off the cuff one day I was like you know I would marry you right like it's not a big deal like we could just get married it doesn't have to be a whole thing I love you like who else would I marry I don't really it wasn't like marriage as a thing was attractive to me it actually was like neither of us really were into the concept of marriage and like we're afraid of what it might do to the relationship we didn't give it that much importance um, so we were kind of like, whatever, but I just said, I would totally marry you. Like, and he was like, no, if we ever get married, I want it to be because we want to do it. Not because of some like immigration thing, you know? Um, but then it kind of became the stressor on us a bit where it was like, I can't ask you, like, I can't, we can't do this until this other stuff is in place until I have a green card or until I, you know what I mean? Like until my immigration shit is like figured out. So at a certain point, I think I got salty about it and he would call me like a pet name, like, you know, like my, not like kind of wifey, but in Italian, like he would call yeah. me wifey and I'd be like, don't call me that. Like I just, <laughs> oh, no, I was like, we are not married. Do not call me that. Yeah. I was like, What's the Italian a, word? <laughs> uh, Mollettina. Mollettina. Uh. It was like, like moye is wife, which I think is a really ugly word, by the way. Moye. It sounds like you're kind of like throwing up in your mouth. It's like, <laughs> like it's gurgly. Um, but yeah, so he would call me like moyetina, like little wifey, you know? And I'd be like, do not. Don't do that. Don't call me <laughs> How that. dare you? How dare you? Exactly. And, but then I kind won't. of. <laughs> oh my God. Exactly. So wait, what's wife? Is I was being job. very drama. Sandy has a full-time was... job. What's wife in Spanish? Oh, uh, esposa. esposa. Yes, Naomi. I don't know why. Why would I answer when you're right here? Uh, Yes, Naomi. (laughs) No, you're fluent-ish. Not anymore. There was a time. I heard your que lo que. I I know. I get a little bit here and there. Do you know what I mean? Because I used to have it. I used to have it in... I was in deep. Because I I took seven years of Spanish. And then I was an interpreter. Um, But then... Stop using it. You're an interpreter? Yes, I was. But it was was, was a strange job. She was... um, she was hard of hearing, but um, her family was from Ecuador. I mean, she was probably born there too. I don't even know. But basically, mm-hmm. what she wanted, and it was in high school, so I was supposed to be her sign language interpreter, but she wanted me to, she was better at reading lips in Spanish. So we would be in class, and I would have to s- translate it into Spanish, speak it in Spanish, and sign it. Uh, Whoa! And, and it was just like, yeah, yeah. I didn't last very long in that gig. <laughs> that was complicated. Like, it was complicated. It was very bad. And she also hated me because she didn't want an interpreter. Um, she didn't want, you know, because it's like it's like just me like fucking trailing her all day, and then I sit opposite her, and she's like, she's also a twenty year old high school junior, so that lets you know how the system was doing 
her. Mm. Uh, mm. And so she was also like, I'm young, I'm cute, leave me alone. Like, remember, like, I wrote about it in the script, like, where she uh, was literally like, hand this boy a note for me. And I was like, no, oh, you will really not happened? be 16 and pregnant on my watch. That really happened? Yes. <laughs> she was like, hand him a note. And then when she didn't want, and then when she didn't want to be bothered with me, you know, and this is the hack if anyone's ever uh, knows anyone who's deaf or hard of hearing, she would just close her eyes. Wow. So then it was just like, well, all right, I'm shit out of luck. And I would just be sitting there. And then there was one teacher. She goes, why aren't you interpreting? I go, she ain't looking at me. <laughs> and it would just be like, I was like, hey, I ain't fighting her. I can't put my hands on her. You can't like pry a child's eyes open. So just... You can't Ludovico technique exactly, her eyes open? Exactly. I can't clockwork orange her eyes. <laughs> so just like, I was like, well, but she want to do it, we'll do it. So anyway, wow. it was my past. It was a dark time. Okay, so wait, so I, I forget the yes marriage, the, and then you were like, "No, marriage. I'm not your little wifey." Molini, I was Molinino, like, and then I and it? then I it was a phase, Moyetina. I was like, it's a phase. I I grew out of it. It was like a moment where I'm like, why are we? Why aren't you marrying mm -hmm. me? This is bullshit. Mm -hmm. Like, um, and then I just forgot about it honestly, and was like, <laughs> what? I think it was just a phase. It was a moment of time. Maybe I had friends who were getting married. You know, I, I was a like, question. A, did that coincide with? Like, where were you at career-wise and musically? Because I feel like, you know, as a creative person, right, when those things, because we can't control a lot of that. We can control, mm -hmm. we generate. But then what happens after that is like, go with God. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. could it have been kind of in line with like feeling like, okay, I'm, this is not doing what I wanted to be doing. Yeah, Give me I think this marker, please. For sure. I think that was absolutely happening. I think we had been living together for a long, for what I felt like was a long time. And I feel like I was building my thing, but it was a long road. I work, I was working, you know, a 40 hour a week office job for eight years mm. while hustling, you know, and doing my, trying to do my music, taking care of my dad, like just a, just a lot. And so I think there was a, like some moment of frustration and then also just pressure in society of like being a woman mm -hmm. of a certain age and feeling like oh, wait why aren't we doing this oh wait you don't want to do that but you're saying it's because of this but is it because you were just actually don't want to do this so i think it was it was a little cocktail of circumstances <laughs> that were leading to those feelings you know yeah, yeah and then i got over it and i think i did get over it when it was just like my career was blooming i started was touring more you know i quit my my job my day job at the time uh, and then, yeah. And then my things kind of took my life changed when my father died and that was like a before and after. Mm. Um, and after my, it was a super traumatic, uh, event of my life and changed me. I was his caregiver for, since my early twenties, I was his primary oh, wow. caregiver. He was a lot older. Um, and he had Parkinson's disease and he died of a stroke. He had complications from Parkinson's mm. and, um, it was, a, it was a super traumatic, um, situation for me and I had never I just wasn't equipped I wasn't mm -hmm. equipped mm -hmm. to deal with that grief and with that what happened and I also wasn't equipped to be doing all the shit that I was doing like having the full-time job go, yeah. flying to Florida yeah, to take of care of my dad like trying to hustle with the meat like just taking care doing I don't know I, I sometimes I think back and I'm like I don't know who that was and how she did all that but okay mm. Um, so that was a before and after. And when my dad, pa after he passed, um, Marco was with me during that time. And when we got back, things were different. And I kind of just threw myself into work. Um, I didn't know what to do. And Marco didn't either. You know, we just didn't know what to do. So we just, we just went into work mode mm -hmm. and, um, I didn't handle it. Uh, 
and I think that experience changed us profoundly. Uh, and you know, for Marco, it manifested in like, I saw him doing things that he was passionate about that he just hadn't done before. Like he's, he's always loved cars. Like he, he loves, like he's a car aficionado and he his always his dream to have like this old, like vintage car or whatever and fix it up, you know? And he finally, like, he was like, I did it. I found this car for 2000 bucks and like, it doesn't start. Yeah. And now I'm going to start, you know, like, so that kind of stuff started happening. And I know mm-hmm. I, I clocked it and I saw him doing that. And I was like, Oh, okay. And I was like, I guess this, is, and he was like, you know, it just made me realize like, you know, to see someone die, to mm-hmm. see someone's mm-hmm. life leave their body is like a transformational experience if you've never gone through that. Right. And yeah. so it, I think it really changed him. It changed both of us. And I, I was just completely in work mode. And then I had put out my first record on like, a record label like I had signed this contract and so I, I had put out the record I was touring and I was just go 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 and I never stopped and then finally once that tour cycle ended I was starting to kind of get into grief mode mm-hmm. when all of a sudden Marco asked me to marry him mm-hmm. and I was completely mm-hmm. I was shocked like I had no idea that he was even thinking about yeah. it and we hadn't even discussed it it wasn't even a thing like it, that period of time when i was like don't call me wifey that had that was like years ago at that point uh-huh. you know um so it really just took me by surprise um i was really happy you know i was like of course of course i want to marry you but it was also just like yeah it happened at at a moment where it caught me off guard it's yeah. like i'll say you know and then we got married in 2018 like right before pandemic started. Yeah. Um and and like that was a stressor. I've been hearing y'all talk about your your wedding prep and I've been like, "Oof." You know, like it's <laughs> it's real. It's real. And I've been reliving, I've been reliving the drama uh, <laughs> of of my day of my year of doing that and I was like, "Oh, wishing Did- love, wishing you luck, wishing you luck <laughs> with all the boundaries and all the things." But it sounds like y'all are doing a great job and you're so aware of all the, of all the dynamics. So. I, I, th- I think so. I think we're like last night we sat down. I had a, like a checklist of all the stuff we needed and like most of it was checked off. And I'm like, we did. We're doing it. I think Hell in yeah. a way it helped in some ways. Like when people talk about, you know, the year, the two year wedding planning, mm-hmm. I think our, us doing it in six months or seven months uh it is a ripping of a bandaid. You know what I mean? Like it was mm-hmm. a little bit better. Yes. Obviously that comes with other things and. Certainly, we're we're in a pandemic, so you know there have been some disappointing people who have who've said they can't come and stuff like that, and just mm-hmm. you know whatever. But other, but it's just like it's almost better to do it quicker, and it also kind of make it forces certain decisions. It makes stuff a little bit easier, and like I think that's kind of what helped. The only thing that's been a real the real issue is you know something I didn't know going in is that like you got to get a wedding dress like a year in advance at least which I did not realize. And so this dress thing has been actually the hardest thing because to get it, to adjust it, whatever, all that. But other than that, I think so. It, I think it has been a little bit better, but I think it's also helped that we are paying for it ourselves and that mm-hmm. we're a bit older. It just changes mm-hmm. the feel of it, right? Like it just gives mm-hmm. it, a, I mean, again, when you've been together a longer time, but did you do, did you guys do the big production? Were you like, we did a production. We did. We turned it on. We had people coming from Italy, from Puerto Rico, from Cuba. Like all our family came through. We got married in New York, which was like crazy. I mean, I'm sure anywhere you get married is expensive. It doesn't even matter, but because it's just a whole industry. But it was a lot. We did not 
have money. We didn't have a lot of money. Our, our families chipped in, they did chip in. And so it was a family production. So there was that dynamic of like, well, like I'm, you know, um, it was, it was a lot. It was a lot. Let me me ask, what was the biggest compromise? So like if if people are chipping in, what did they say? Okay, here's, here's a couple grand to do this, but we want blank. We had, we had to make sure that people were going to be comfortable like people had to like have a seated dinner and we had to have like options for them to like, there was the Italian crew that's like the old school mama and papa who are like, I'm eating Italian food and that's it. Like, you know, and then there's like, right. But then there was like, but what are you not going to represent? your Puerto Rican and Cuban right. culture. Like what's so it has to be, you know, like, so there has to be what that. What did you do? What was the food? What did you guys end up doing? It was, our food was bomb. It was. <laughs> yeah. It was, like the, all cultures which have amazing food. So it's just like. But then are you, but I'm saying like what it is to have, cater both. You could have one option from each culture. That's Basically. amazing. But you don't, but that's not one vendor. See now knowing mm. what I know, you got to get two different people so, coming through with that. We did not have a wedding planner. We did everything on our own. We we booked out this venue that co- that came with nothing. So we were like the ones who were renting. Like we rented yeah. the tables. It wasn't a huge. I mean, I don't know wow. what's considered huge, but we had like I don't know maybe 80, 60 to eighty guests. Okay, um, okay, that's, it wasn't that's manageable. Like that's manageable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, and so we had a a we had like a buffet style, like a, mm-hmm. like a buffet style, but then we did have servers who would help, you know, like yeah. manage the buffet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, That's what we're we doing. Bu- okay. Dope. Yeah. yeah. And that worked out. It worked out really well. And then we had, basically we had a Cuban Puerto Rican spread of food of different foods. And then also an Italian food. We just got uh, this restaurant that we love uh, in Brooklyn, this Italian spot to cater it and like make some lasagnas. And then and also mom and papa approved. They approved. They of the were, Brooklyn. Su- they oh were like, goodness. the food was so delicious. They were actually lovely. They were lovely. And like, I think we were the most nervous about them because they're, they're, their family is very traditional and very old school. Like everyone's still, Marco's the only person who doesn't live in Naples. Like all of his family's there. They all live on the same block where he grew up. Like everybody's, wow. you know, it's very like old school. Like everyone is from there. Everyone stays there. It's a whole thing. So very traditional. And you know, the wedding there is a whole different, you know, church, there's a church involved yeah. and there's yeah. like whatever the dinner and the dress and the photos and the, but, and like, that's not what we're about. Like, that's not what we were about. And we didn't do it. Like our friend, a friend of ours officiated the wedding and we wanted it to just be more chill and like, not be about, you know, like people having to necessarily dress a certain way if they didn't want to, or like, you know, just people Mm -hmm. be themselves. And like, so yeah, it was, we were nervous, but, um, wait, how did you, then there was sauced up lasagna with a wedding dress. (laughs) Weren't you worried that you were going to, I actually spaghetti sauce all over your dress. I did not eat much. I did not eat much. And it went by like in a flash of an eye and a blink of an eye. And, uh, yeah, so I didn't eat much, but the food was bomb. My Our plan key, is to our, take a bunch of food to go. Like, I know I think that's happen. the vibe. I'm be running around. But what I've already even said, I was like, I want a couple boxes because basically I'm box. imagining 11 p.m. I'm in a hotel room. Spanks mm-hmm. finally off. Mm-hmm. And I want to be able to dig into some. <laughs> 
I'm going to have to come back and give Prembly his medicine. All right. (laughs) So give us a couple boxes. I'll come back. I'll medicate Prem. I'll put the boxes in the fridge. And then we have food. We we don't have to worry about dinner for the next couple days. That's true. That's my plan. Because I said, there's no way. I I, I said the first thing. I was like, I paying for all this and not eating. Exactly. We had so many leftovers. And then we had friends that were like international. We had a little lunch the day after with leftovers and stuff. It was sweet. It was really sweet. That's But it was, whew. Honey, yeah. it was a yeah, it was when, it was a stress. It was a stress. The, but the thing is, though, the love is real, and you the went love is through. Real. You went through the best CW HBO Max show <laughs> to come out on the other side, deep in love with Marco, <laughs> making beautiful music together on many levels. And it's, a we, it's a it journey. It's a journey. We're just we're we're just working on it. Journey. We're a work in pro. We're a work in progress. Always. Any good love is. Now I think we've got to take a break because said, people need Sedia. Yes, yes, yes. They need her. Yes. Uh, <laughs> All right. So why don't we take a quick break? And when we get back, we're going to answer your advice questions. Mom deserves the best. And there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And we're back with Senia Rubina Sene. Okay. And we get questions from it. all over. We get questions from Gmail, Instagram, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Naomi, what's the, if someone wants to leave a voicemail, because that's our favorite. I love a voicemail, three minute limit. Don't be coming up in here. You will get cut off, and then we won't know the good stuff. We got, hey, three, two, three, five, two, four, seven, eight, three, nine. This first question, well under, well under three minutes. They, what's the, what's the thing they, uh, something, the assignment? They understood the, <laughs> they something the assignment. I'm not a zoomer. They understood what do you the assignment. <laughs> what do you oh want? God. What do you want? I love I, you. I can only oh, reference Kim Lord. Cattrall, <laughs> Scatting, and the Iraq and Blue Can- War. Blue Cantrell. Blue Cantrell. <laughs> Blue Cantrell versus Kim Cattrall. Um, yeah, let's it? see that verse. Versus. <laughs> you are an idiot. Press play. All right, here. This one, I, I, I knew that it would specifically be okay, good yes, for. We need, it. We, need we need this. Here we go. Hi, Andy and Naomi. I'm Anna, and I'm bi, as in bilingual and bicultural. So I grew up in South Carolina, and my parents are Mexican immigrants. So I grew up speaking Spanish and English with uh, two cultures. And I just got married, and my husband is also a Mexican immigrant, and he does. He only speaks Spanish. And I have friends who only speak English and some family members 
that only speak Spanish. And so I always have a lot of anxiety when we have get-togethers or parties and there's some people that, like, can't communicate with each other. Um, it's really important for me that my husband is, you know, cool with my friends, but there's just this language barrier. I always have a lot of anxiety trying to translate, interpret, make sure, making sure that everyone's having the time, but that gives me a lot of anxiety and that I'm not having the time. So I don't know. What should I do? Should I make everyone learn English slash Spanish? <laughs> Are there any suggestions? Is there something I can take to just not be stressed out and not worry about it? <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Wow, really to the point. Oh, really yeah. to the point. I love it. I but love it. That yes, is, this is a real... just enough information. Yes. Yes, the details. The details. Comes mm-hmm. right and tight. But also that's because you could tell she also anxious. She said, what do I do? I don't know what to do. Tell me what to do. do and then was a, like, goodbye. Do I just take a Percocet? <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> that, was the, that was the energy. She said, tell me the meds. What can I do? And then tell me the meds. Exactly. Options. Oh um, low dose clonopin? Low, low dose. Um, <laughs> just for everyday life. Um, so, yeah, Cynthia, where was, um, I mean, obviously, you know, you've had Italian lovers. Um, and <laughs> plural. <laughs> plural. But also, <laughs> this podcast is so scandalous. Oh, my goodness. Okay. This is going to be a scandal, honey. Uh-huh. You really helping me, you're helping me handle my scandal is Absolutely. what it is. Absolutely. <laughs> you must. Everything worked out. There's, this is in the past. I know, but that's what's so fun about it. Um, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. So, yeah, did you... Have you guys dealt with that? And like, you know, just talking about the wedding and all the families coming right. together. Like, have you had those moments? I mean, especially if you're saying they're old school um, in Naples. Uh, does Marcos, do his parents speak English? No, yeah. they only oh. speak Italian. Okay. And I learned Italian. I, my first language is Spanish. I, I, some- my dad, when I was growing up, my dad only spoke Spanish to me. And really forever, he only spoke. So like, I would speak English, he would answer me in Spanish. Like, that's mm-hmm. the, that was his vibe. And so... Uh, that was my first language. My grandma from Puerto Rico, my mom's mom, who I grew up around here, doesn't speak English at all. So I did, I, my, a lot of my childhood was about being an interpreter, mm-hmm. you know, for my abuela or even sometimes kids in the neighborhood where I grew up, like who were in school, they weren't speaking English. And then I was like translating for them in kindergarten. Like I remember mm-hmm. I have that early memory. Um, but yeah, so with, with Marco's family, I learned how to speak English just hanging out, like basically with the Italians. But you and it's very similar. Just hang, you learned how to speak Italian just hanging out with the Italians. Yes. Okay. Yes. So just hanging out with them. Like I kind of had a conversational Italian. So by the time I met Marco's mom, I could have a conversation with her. Oh, okay. but we did have... <laughs> We did have some moments of like, uh, you know, miscommunications. Um, like I went to lunch, we went to lunch one time in Naples and we're out there and she was basically saying, I'm so sorry. Like I'm such a burden. I'm such a, what she was doing all of this kind of like guilty thing that she does. <laughs> and, you know, I'm so sorry. Like this is, and I'm making you guys do this and you're so tired. And like, you know, and I know, and, and I was like, Silvana, che palle. Which I thought was like, don't worry. Like, Silvana, don't worry about it. Like, I thought that's what that expression meant. But it really means like, what balls? Like, literally, like, your balls. Um, like, it means like, your ba- Like, I think I said, que pale que se, which is like, your, your balls. Like, your balls. And the she balls was like. on this lady. Yeah. And she was like, I know. And then like, stormed <laughs> off. And I was like, oh, oh no. Okay. 
but now you know now we all laugh about it but it was like a, it was a little bit of a tense moment um so i understand the anxiety of like being lost in translation or folks not understanding like sometimes it happens with my abuela like my mom's mom when we're hanging out with my mom and my abuela and marco and sometimes my mom will just speak english you know in front of my abuela and she's i'm like worried about her because i'm like she doesn't know what we're saying i mean at this point i think she kind of gets the gist of stuff and she kind of just minding her business like yeah she also was like i don't care she's, she's like, like i don't I'm, really care i don't have yeah, time for this like, yeah <laughs> she's like leave me out of that um <laughs> but but basically i do worry and so sometimes i do translate and I, I have felt that anxiety of like is everybody on the same page here you know um so i i completely identify with this person's you know, struggle. And I wonder if, you know, I would say, first of all, she's got to be kind to herself because she can't be expecting herself to be out here mm -hmm. taking care of everyone all the time. Cause that's a recipe for disaster. Yeah. Um, cause you can't, you can't control everybody's experience all the time and that's not on you, you know? Um, mm -hmm. and I would, I would say like her partner or her husband is like, probably since he's living in North Carolina, he's also used to being in scenarios where he might not understand what's going Like he might be speaking with people who are not speaking Spanish. Right. And they're speaking English and he's like, I don't really know what you're saying. So it's not like he's, he doesn't, he's not used to being in this scenario. Right. So it's kind of like, take the pressure off yourself for a second and know that like, he's going to be okay. Right. Mm, and right. then I think in terms of like her friends who don't speak Spanish, it's like, if they're really her friends, they love her. Right. And they love, by default they love her husband too right they're gonna love well, like if it's love always, it's really but, you know, <laughs> not always, but it's sure, love but sure, I, I, assume, I assume I that that you love him <laughs> you know what i'm saying but i don't know i feel like i assume that Savage. it's like they're coming from love like it's coming yeah. from a love perspective so even if there's some stuff that's like lost in translation like what happened to me in that moment was like at the end of the day, now we can laugh about it because it was like, oh, honest mistake. Like, you know, I didn't mean to offend you. Like, it was, I didn't know what that meant. You know, yeah, I feel like yeah. it, it's kind of like, it's not about forcing people to learn the language, but I do think that when it's like, I don't know, she's talking about her friends, when it's family, I think it's important to, to see that yes. your family is making an effort. You know, like, for example, my mom, like, she did, she doesn't speak Italian, but she'll be, like, in Google Translate, like, saying that's the thing in Spanish. That's what I just opened up. Yes, That's exactly. what I just opened up on my phone. Yes. I have Google a translation app. Yeah. yeah. And I, I wonder how well that works. There's also, look, if it's something important, I was thinking about this. So I'm on the um, uh, the Immigration uh, Justice Committee at DSALA, and we have monolingual Spanish speakers that are part of the group. So when we know that there's, there's going to be... Uh, if there's something important and that's going to have only monolingual English speakers and monolingual Spanish speakers at the same time, we hire a translator. Yeah. So that mm -hmm. none of the other, so none of the like members who are bilingual have to sit there and they and can do just, it. So, you do it. Right. so maybe if there's something important, you can hire a translator right. for that important event. Right. Well, I mean, or, but you can't be like, you ain't hiring like the translator for the cookout. You know exactly. I mean? well, yeah, but if yeah. there's like a big, if there's like a big thing. No, I know what you're like, saying, but I do. But I think, but no, but I think it goes back to actually what you guys are both pointing out about your phones. I mean, we're in a space now where we can do, where we can all do that, and we have that. We could do a um, lot option, mm -hmm. and like I'm somewhat very quick, and, and I think it's probably I would say like from coming out of the world of comedy and improv and stuff, I'm not um, as worried about embarrassing myself. So I'll come mm -hmm. through with some real bad Spanish or yeah, even exactly. the Italian I know, where I'm like, "Tu sei divorciata." You know, and it's like, why am I saying that sentence? But it's the first one I'll say. And that's how we'll connect. Are you divorced? Um, yes, I did ask if you're divorced. Um, Love it. So, non preoccupati per questo. 
Uh, there you don't go. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I, I was trying to learn Italian for the Come longest. Through. I was like getting into it. And, uh, but it. I'm like, you can do that. And like, because I think what I've learned and like with anything too, especially I think what we're saying to caller, you know, your experience, your husband's experience, people were like, I think people just appreciate when you try. Exactly. And I think they appreciate too. It's like, you know, especially if, if you are a non-native speaker in a country, you've been through situations where you've embarrassed yourself. Turn the tables. Let the English speaker look stupid in America. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's like, have a conversation. Just be like, oh, yeah. And then again, as you said, it's a joke. We can laugh about it. You see, I tried. Half the time. Yeah. I say this because, like, the only Spanish I know now is from going to get my hair did. Yes, in L.A. I found some Dominicans. Okay? <laughs> um, I found some Dominicans You get a Dominican blowout. Yes. Okay, let's go. Yes. She don't speak a word of English. And I let's said, just go. like being at home. And I'm just like, you worked. I've said, un milagro every time. Okay, oh she's worked a miracle. I bet her must love. She must love you. <laughs> she's like, this girl's crazy. But, <laughs> like, but it's like, you. they try, but I do think it's like, everybody's adults and you cannot control. So your worry, you got to take that off of you. Yeah. And I think you have to trust all the adults around you yeah. to, to come through, meaning whether that is your husband going, hey, can you tell me what they said? Exactly. And then, yeah. Or your or your friend being like, how do you say this word so I can say whatever? You exactly. Know? And I think you can say to you, I think it's probably easier too to say to your friends versus your spouse. Like you can say to your friends, look it up. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like tell your yeah. friends to look it up. You know what I mean? And, and I wonder too, I wonder too, like if, if she can talk to her friends about this too, about how she's right. feeling and open up a little bit. If there's one, one friend in particular and maybe just let them know like, Hey, I really wish that we could all hang out. This is really making me anxious. Like, yeah. What do you think? What could we do? And you know, I think that might help ease a little bit so that at least someone's aware that she's feeling this way, yes. you know? Yes. To take uh, off of being like, Hey, yeah. or especially like, Hey, if you come to the family thing, I already got enough going on. So you're going to have mm. to open up Google. And be mm-hmm. honest, the app has a conversation. Uh, Button? yeah so you can have a conversation so you go back and forth like it's like you I hold guess it so. down probably and then they talk and you talk and they talk i'm like yeah i mean it's our, 2023 let me just we say, have to on. do you this could, now. there's a lot possible our moms <laughs> like my, my mom and marco's mom that's basically what they do they do like they have like a little whatsapp chat sometimes which i'm glad is not that active but they <laughs> <laughs> they um they do message each other from time to time and they'll like just Google Translate the thing and then they'll write it in Spanish yeah, or they'll write yeah. it, you know. Yeah. And yeah, so you could do that in real time, you know. Right. But I would say just let it be messy and maybe yeah. think about it, activities that are about like doing something together. Like it could be a cookout. It could be like yeah. going mini some, go mini, go bowling. I don't know yeah. like what it is. So that there's also something to like some ac- actions that are happening because yeah. I think right. that can create bonding between your friends and your husband too when it's not just like let's sit down and drink beer talk. and talk. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, softball league. Softball what's, what's league. Hold on, let's see this. Or watch a t- watch a game together. You know, like something. Don't worry. You're really obsessed with the phrase "don't worry." Oh, because it's so close to non preoccupati say Devero. Well, that's just you're really. It just kind of stopped the sentence because I started talking, so oh. it picked me up by accident. <laughs> but there's also the difference is like don't worry between. And this is the, the thing with any language. The trouble is always the idioms and like mm-hmm. like there's a there's an idiom for don't worry about it. But oh, that's mm-hmm. not. What I, was doing. I thought I was doing in Spanish. <laughs> But it's, you're still in Italian. That's He's my that's Italian. a story in my life. That is a, my I am con- my keyboard is constantly in the wrong language. Like my I'm being correct. Like it's always in the wrong language. I have like four languages on there, and they're all wrong all, at all times. So oh so, so you got balls. 
<laughs> what balls? Oh, it said what Pauls? <laughs> what Pauls? <laughs> apostrophe S, like the Beatles. <laughs> um, Sydney, do you have time oh. for one more question? You know I do. I don't know. You're over here just living in the countryside. <laughs> I don't know where you have to be. All right. Milk a cow. I've been, you know, I've been planning this day. This day is a long time coming. This day is an important day. I cleared my schedule this afternoon. This is beautiful. beautiful. (laughs) Do you want to read this? This comes to us anonymous from Instagram. Okay, I do love an anon. Okay. Hey y'all, I'm listening to y'all talk about Naomi's birthday right now and how it's stressful to have a party because people might not show up, etc. Well, I'm having a birthday party on Saturday. It'll be me, my fiance, and I invited 14 people. Damn. I'll be turning 29, so it's my last year in my 20s. Ugh, infant. <laughs> I told everyone I'd be having a party six weeks ago and sent... Okay, so this is behind. So we're very much behind. Well, okay. um, we, took, we took a couple weeks off during the holidays. Yes. Uh, sent invitations two weeks before the party. The party is brunch and bowling. Ooh. That's what we know. That is a, that's that's a, a fun nice. party. That's very wholesome. That's up your alley, Andy. Yeah. I don't have a bunch of close friends, but I'm working on that. The party is a big step in trying to make closer friendships. I have a handful of friends that I adore, but all live far away. I'm an army brat. So here's the problem. Eight people said yes. One won't be in town. One just had surgery and can't come. One has COVID. All great reasons not to come. Totally (laughs) fine. However, when I invited my closest friend, I invited her BF too. I hate him, but I'm a good person, so it's fine. See, Sandia, some people don't like people's partners. This person fully wrote, I hate him. but i'm a good person so it's fine not i don't like him i hate him yeah (laughs) strong she replied and said he can't come because he has work that day jackpot so i said oh bummer but i'm excited to see you there and she and the next day she said i actually have a nail appointment that day so i can't make it either a nail appointment bitch i'm celebrating my birth Move your appointment. Also, we go to the same nail place, so I know she could have just moved it. Ah! Yeah. So my question, what do I say to her, if anything? I feel like I should just match her energy and move on. I don't know if I want to be friends with somebody like that, you know? And also, and also, also, she is a Leo and literally cried because nobody wished her a happy birthday month on July 1st. 29 days before her actual birthday. She also makes her boyfriend get her one gift every day for what? seven days leading up to her birthday. Was so that Hanukkah? she knows that birthdays <laughs> matter. So I was truly shocked by her super shitty excuse for missing my birthday party. That's it. Wow. 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 That's, wow. 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 That's, okay. Uh, I feel personally attacked by this question. Why? And I know, I know, I know y'all be doing your research on your guests and they like, y'all we, always yeah. come correct. I know y'all do co- like come correct, but I feel attacked by this. Why? And I'm like, Wait, cause how why? would you, how could you know? How could you know that I'm like a birthday Zilla? Like, whatever the oh, version of you? Bridezilla is, are is you? like, I'm a birthday, I'm a birthday Zilla, like wow. famously. And, wow. and, and, I'm a Leo. Wow. Is this question about you? Is this you? <laughs> Are you did you do you make Mark no. get you seven days of presents? Did you have a, a nail appointment that you I couldn't swear miss? I don't. I swear I don't. No, my nails look I'm a musician. My nails always <laughs> look, look like they, they look, look brittle. <laughs> they always short and brittle. Um Wow, that's a lot. I am a I am a birthday Zola though. I am like, it's my birthday, oh my god. <laughs> um, but I know that that's annoying. Like I have I do I'm self-aware. 
I do go to therapy. I am like, I'm aware, I'm aware I'm working on myself constantly. We haven't, we haven't actually put that much work into the birthday stuff, but yeah, yeah, yeah. the, the birthday Zilla stuff is more important fish to fry, you know, trauma, whatever. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, where wow. does that come from? Which what, one? Let's do therapy right now. Where does <laughs> the, the birthday Zilla ness come from? Because I made a joke that? today. So I'm, I'm in, my birthday's in February, and today, we're recording oh. this day is February 1st. And so as a joke earlier to Naomi, I'm like, it's my birthday month. What do you have planned for me? But I was just kidding. <laughs> and I said, I don't know nothing. <laughs> and I was like, because also our wedding is like, Two weeks after it's Andy's soon. birthday, so like we can't, br- you know what I mean. This like, is bullshit, people- though. That's bullshit. That's like having a birthday near Christmas. That's not fair. But so we're what, already I, gonna ask I, people I lose, to come out. I lose the birthday. Well, I can only plan one big event a year, <laughs> so the wedding is it. Which well, means hire, your birthday go have to be dinner. Hire a birthday planner. Oh my! The same. <laughs> what do we got? The same person planning our wedding. Be like, hi. Could you just do a small thing for can Andy's birthday? Can we just birthday? add a birthday? If we throw in ninety nine bucks, add it to the ninety nine bucks. Like, could you hook up a cup of birthday? Exactly. Oh my goodness! But okay, I don't but know let's... where the birthday Zilla comes from. I mean, I think I am giving only child. I don't know if mm, I have yeah. a sneaking suspicion that that might have to do with the. You know, I was very. My parents were like, we're excited that we have a kid and like, yeah. this is a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And my mom did get very, my mom was very, very much all about my birthday. So yeah. I f- have a sneaking suspicion that that might have been the origin story of mm-hmm. my birthday t- crazy tendencies. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, but I also just, I love other people's birthdays too. I love birthdays in general. I'm like okay. a huge, I love, if someone's like, come to my birthday, I'm like, oh, ha- that, see, that wouldn't have been me in the, in the story. Like if she had invited me, I'd been like, canceling my nail appointment i'm coming through yeah yeah exactly um oh, no, i love a birthday that, with like when i when i have um friends in town for mm-hmm. only a limited amount of time and they're people i actually want to see i will cancel whatever that's right. that's right, right, my, right, right my version of this thing where it's right. like oh this is a special occasion i don't have to go to roy rogers to get my roast beef sandwich that i've been planning on or whatever. I don't know why that. Yeah, is I don't the know first why that, that was hopped yeah. into my head. No, that was fine. Roy Rogers. <laughs> well, I went with it. I honestly <laughs> first thought, best thought, right? Leaky penis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've been planning to go to Roy Rogers for three months now, and I said this is the day I'm going. And I, I know it's your birthday, but I got to go get those. What are you gonna say now? I'm gonna say she's a, dead to us. This person's dead to us. I have a question. I have a question, which is, do you think that the boyfriend situation is related? to this person's nail huh. appointment oops i can't make it because i'm like wait so first she's like i'll be there but my boyfriend can't make it and no, then she didn't say i'll be there she was just like oh he can't make it right said, oh, she, she just said it. he can't make it and then Ooh, she goes well i'm looking okay. forward to seeing you and she was like actually i can't either because i have a nail appointment interesting so that's why i'm like he's not this is what i'm saying i'm like this hmm. friend and this is what i'm saying i'm like for somebody who's out here with full birthday month, a Hanukkah worth of presents before their birthday. And also who lets people know six weeks in advance. I'm like, that's a lot. I mean, I'm, well, I'm exactly. a birthday Zilla, but I don't do a six weeks in advance. Like, I'm No, like, no, well, that's our writer who was like, I let people know what we were doing. Like, I sent out the invitations and stuff. So that's the other thing, too. Mm-hmm. This person had a heads up. They could have changed their nail appointment even before They really now. could have. And so this is, that's what's like, it's not a good excuse. It's really mm-hmm. not a good excuse. As, what if they I, have really fucked up nails and they're like, I... <laughs> I can't no. like no. Yeah, what if they're like Howard this Hughes is, and they've got really this is shade. fingernails? No, this is no. Shade. This no, is no, shade. Know, this is sub. Like, there's subtext. There's yes, some other shit yes. going on. I think that the the friend is like taking this as an opportunity to say, 
Oh, peace. Yes. Bye. Oh, what yes. if? What if you? You know, you brought in the idea of the boyfriend. What if the boyfriend is in love with the writer? This and is, and no. it's messy. And there's like <laughs> no. something going on in the background. No, but this is this is the thing that's tricky though. <laughs> nah, because because our writer saying this is that this person is their closest friend. That's no. But you hate her. You hate her boyfriend. Oh. And she wouldn't move a nail appointment. Well, then I don't Mm-mm. think this is a very close friend. Yeah. No. And especially, and also, I'm just like a person who also, I also would be friends with somebody who, wait, what does she say? She cried because nobody wished her a happy birthday month. Nah. 29. <laughs> this is not somebody nah. you need in your life. This is someone nah. who's very, is a real chaotic person who obviously no. is like wants it to be about her yes mm-hmm. when it's her birthday but they can't come to one thing and also brunch and bowling what i like about this is that it's a two-part event so you can go to one or the other you can exactly you can and just early you can still have the rest of your day you know exactly. what i'm saying how long it's very long considerate nail appointment i mean it can be a couple hours it really it depends it really depends yeah yeah it could be it but that's couple, you could move it but especially that's what i love though she goes we go no. to the same nail place and i know she can move it <laughs> and that's what i love the most <laughs> And so, so I'm like, I like, so I just really feel like, cause the question too is like, what do I say to her? If anything, I should match her energy and move on. I feel like I should match her energy and move on. I don't know if I want to be friends with somebody like that. Yeah. Yeah. You to, don't. Yes. No, <laughs> you don't. Yeah. No, don't. I would say it's a fair assessment and I'm sorry though for the listen for this uh, writer, because it sounds like they're having, a, they're like, I want to work on having more meaningful relationships. And then they're saying, this is my closest friend. And then they're basically like, this isn't a thing, yeah. but you know what? Maybe you got to let go of things that are no longer serving you to make space for things that do. Right. So maybe exactly. this is time to say to, you know, clear the slate, new, new birthday year, new you like, and say, you know what? That's okay. Bye. Exactly. Like, no, don't worry about it. Just be like, don't worry about it. And don't yeah. put more energy into like it, you know, don't right. put more energy into like, spiting her or something yeah it's i would like say like let it confrontation situation like i don't think just it's let like, it fade out yeah it's exactly it's like whatever maybe mm-hmm. you'll see her at the nail pl- place and be like mm-hmm. oh did you get your nails done yeah and then just like walk out <laughs> so you, know what I mean? exactly. the, you don't even notice don't snuff out the candle just let it just let it naturally let it just melt burn. let it let melt it, just let it melt into the into the ether and then burn it to the ground burn it to the ground Burn it all down. Yeah, I feel I feel for them though. You know, adult friendships—they're tough. I know they're it's it's tough. It's a tough. They are. (laughs) I don't. I just don't know a good friend. Andy, even your good friends, because Andy does have friends from like back in the high school days. People he keeps in touch with. However, Andy is a person who will not respond to a text for three days. (laughs) So it's also like, yeah, it's easy to be friends when you just text the people back once a week. Right, right, right. Well, I have to look. I need the energy <laughs> to text my friends. Yeah, okay. It's your I feel you. No, no, no. I understand and your so journey, but once, it's different. We're doing once every hands, three I'm or shaking. four days. I have the energy, and then I go through all my texts. As long as there was nothing that was not like time sensitive, I go through all my texts and I respond to <laughs> all my friends at at once. At once, yes. He like but gets on the couch and he's like, "It's time to text me." I would never. <laughs> if a friend had a special event, I, know. I would never. I, know. I would never. You go wouldn't get go a haircut. Them. No, right. I would, yeah, right. I would never go no. get a pedicure. But mm-hmm. okay, but would you? But what if you were like Prembly has a vet appointment? I, that's a 
that's an, well, that's different. That's I know, Prembley, it's different than Prembley nail, is a but... Prembley's mm-hmm. an, an ailing cat. Yeah, she's just going to get her nails done. Like, that's yeah. not, yeah. That's you know, not, the health of your chi- of your fur child. I would yeah. take them out to dinner. Well, uh, I've had things that, you know, right, like, right. If, you if, have if, this came with, exactly. if this came with a, like, hey, I'm sorry, I can't move this for whatever reason, but mm-hmm. I'd love to take you out to dinner or something like that. That's different. Like, what if right. she's a hand model? <laughs> Exactly. And she I has a huge audition the next day. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, I have a hand slate to do. <laughs> I've got to get my hand on tape by Monday morning. I'm not able to make it. <laughs> they, they say they like, really need these that... pictures of my hands by uh, 2 p.m. <laughs> I don't think it's an agent or a reputable business, but someone really wants a picture of yeah, my they, hands. Uh, I don't know. Uh, they uh, come That's from some site called scenario. Hands. It's called Only Hands. Only anyway, Hands. Only Hands. I've lost my mind. All right. Oh that seems gosh. like... <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that you can't top that one. Senya. 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 Thank Senya. you so much for Thank joining. Thank you so Neo, much. What a delight. Andy, I love you both so much. Thank you for your work. Thank you for Thank bringing you. so much joy. Into into my life and all of your li- all of our listeners. We're gonna reflect that best. right back at you because we adore you. Love y'all. Yeah. We adore you. We love y'all. Stunning. You guys. Hope you enjoyed the session. Mm. We'll see you next week. Bye. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.